Hello and welcome to Out of the Blue, the Friday afternoon coffee break chat about all things to do with school marketing brought to you by the team at Blue Apple Education. My name's Mark Davis and I'll be joined over the course of the episodes of this show by specialists and my colleagues Dean Saunders and David Lim who are experts in creative school design and marketing. We're also going to have a wide range of guest speakers who are going to join us to talk about their particular expertise on various topics as the show progresses. The chat today is between myself and David Lim, and for episode one, we are discussing a question that was raised on one of my recent school identity masterclasses. And the question was asked by the head teacher of a state primary school who simply wanted to know should I still be producing? A school prospectus. I'll be back at the end of the show with all the important information and further details about what you can expect from episode two. In the meantime, let's join the chat. But anyway, back to the topic of today's chat. So we said, should my school still produce a prospectus? And this is actually a question that was raised on one of my recent school identity masterclasses. It was raised by a head teacher of a state primary school. And she was effectively asking, is there still a place for a, a school prospectus? And she wanted to know whether it was worthwhile actually still producing one. And I, I don't know about you, David, but the, the thing I think of then is if you, if you consider where we were four or five years ago, if you and I were chatting four or five years ago, do you think that at the time we'd have thought in 2021 we'd still be producing school prospectuses? If I'm answering honestly, no. I thought they were well on their way out. Um, I thought they'd be digital, digital prospectuses with um, interactive video playing in them. And, um, yeah, all that technology that you'd see in Back to the Future uh, being used. But um, yeah, I, I think actually there's still something very nice about receiving a, a printed copy of something. Um, I still like to receive a book um, at Christmas. Um, so having a, having a prospectus to take away, I think, it, I think it's still there, it's still got some legs. And yeah, I think uh, the, the idea of receiving something and reading it once you get home without having to switch your computer on or look at your mobile, it's still very important for people. And, and they've, they've changed, haven't they? Because more and more we're, we're seeing those professional prospectuses being produced. I, I still see those um, printed in the school office, 40 pages of A4 text stapled together. That are, that are being sent out when a, when a parent inquires to the school and that's their, their sort of first point. The parent handbook. Yeah, well, well, that's it, because the information in there is not what you want to receive as a parent when you've just inquired to a school. You don't, you don't need yeah. to know about school fees and, and what have you. But I think what's changed from my point of view, because I'm, I'm sort of chatting with the, with the schools about it, is that prospectuses have a purpose. And well, we would never we would never suggest to a school that you just produce a prospectus for the sake of having one. But we are finding that schools are producing them because they're trying to do something with them. Do you know what I mean? So those those schools, when we chat to them, that are 
that that have a need to reach out to those local nurseries or they're they're trying to improve relationships with their feeder schools and so they they need something tangible that can be left you imagine a parent sort of inquiring to a to a nursery and, and the nursery being able to hand over a, a prospectus to them that's when they come into their own but there needs to be a purpose to them and it, and it feels when that's handed over as well it, it feels like when you receive it and, it, and it's you know, it's a good quality quality produced uh, brochure it's um it's it feels like that school takes care and pride in its appearance and it's produced something that is as you say tangible you can still feel it and hold it uh and, and it kind of I guess it gives you a bit of a warm feeling um, to be able to take something away and look through it and it it's more of a sales broker or a lifestyle broker isn't it now rather than lots of information that you know they're used as a well here's a snippet of what goes on in our school here the um you know some some beautiful photography um some cleverly crafted words um to to um, make you smile or or to to give you a fact or, or even a quotation from a pupil or a parent it makes you want to find out more. And when you want to find out more, yes, of course, you're going to go to the website. You, you're going to look for them on social media. But to be able to take something away, yeah, you just can't beat that. And the smell of paper as well when it's freshly printed. Oh, but that's, that's important, isn't it? Because it is, the, it is that touch and feel. And, and with digital printing, it's not, it's not the sort of, maybe, it may be even sort of five or six years ago, but it's not the sort of costs that you were talking about then. You can yeah. do really high quality digital print and it, it feels like a very professionally produced document that just gives you a lot of faith in the school and the trust in their professionalism and how they approach life yeah. the universe and everything I, I think if you can if you can do that but it's it's not the cost that it used to be because that's that, you know you, you can have you can have one printed if you want and it and it'd be the full quality as a as a finished print run um, but you know, if you just wanted fifty off for for a, a launch of something or an open day, it, it's not so expensive anymore to do that and then change the details in there. Um, yeah, and, and I think you know, you can do you can do quite a lot of clever things depending on how it fits into your admissions process. You can you can do a lot with a prospectus, which I think people don't appreciate. Yeah, and and. You'd imagine during COVID, all of that move that schools have made to, to digital and, and making sure that parents can access information online and, and those um, virtual open days and the school tour, all of those school tour films that we've been creating, you'd think that nobody would be doing prospectuses. But then you think of the prospectuses we've produced during COVID because just being able to send parents something because they can't visit the school, they can't meet you, they can't get that that feel and trust. It's a brilliant way of doing it. Absolutely. There's still something very nice about receiving something in the post. If you've if you've registered for a virtual tour and you've and you've watched that and then the follow-up to that is just another email, it's just not the same, is it, as receiving. I mean, when you get some when you've ordered something on Amazon. You know it's coming. You know that you're going to get something in the post. But how excited do you feel when the guy rings the doorbell and you know Amazon's there and Alexa flashing in the background to say it's on its way? To receive that package in the post 
with a with a beautiful prospectus inside, yeah, you can't beat it. Still, still exciting. I still get very excited about it. I think I'd be more excited by a new guitar, but yeah, I take your point. Yeah, point taken. <laughs> so right, let's get back to the question, which was: so head teacher in the primary school, should she produce a prospectus? And I think the answer that we've got to give is. Not necessarily. It all depends on how you plan to use it. And there's nothing worse than seeing a school invest money in a prospectus that sits in a box under the head teacher's desk. If that's your plan for it, don't do it. Please don't do it. And the, the worst of it is I've heard them say, well, they're too expensive to send out, so we, we keep them in a box. They're more expensive when you do that. But, <laughs> oh God. So... Don't do that. But if there is, if you can see how a prospectus works in that admissions process and is going to help to onboard your parents and is going to provide the things that you've been chatting about, David, there, that, that wow that we're always talking to schools about. How do you just be a little bit different? How do you wow parents? How do you get them to, to buy into you? Then a prospectus can be a brilliant way of doing it. So the key is know what you're going to do with it, know what it's for, and then make sure that that actually happens, that that reach out, that the prospectuses do go out to parents, you know, without fail when there's that inquiry, that you are out with the nurseries and you are having those conversations and making sure that they, they have a stock that's, that's kept up to date of, of your prospectuses. And then, yes, there is a place for a prospectus in, in modern school marketing, but it, it, it's key that you know what it's for. And it has to fit into that admissions process. That's fundamental. There needs to be a, a whole process um, involved uh, and prepared, and, and it's got to be part of that process. It's not going to work but standalone on its own, sending them out willy nilly. No, no, it's part of that whole reputation of the school, that, yeah, that whole sort of communications package. Okay, brilliant. Well, I think we've answered the question. Uh, and that's essentially what we're trying to do in each of these sessions. Um, if you want more advice about producing a prospectus, then by all means, get in touch and all of our details are appearing on screen. Remember to join us for our next episode when we're actually going to be looking at raising your school's game and how you can compete with those schools in your local area that perhaps have just bought into the idea of marketing and becoming a bit more uh, active or perhaps there's a new school that's opened up so how do you as a school start to compete with other schools remember we run our regular school branding and identity masterclasses, uh, and these provide a really great starting point for you if you're trying to get a handle on your school marketing brilliant for head teachers school business managers anybody really that would be watching this because you're interested in school marketing. Um, so further details about that will be available. If you just drop us a line, we'll send you some, some details across. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks, David, for your input. You're welcome. And we'll see you again. Goodbye. Goodbye. Welcome back. I hope you found our conversation useful. If you'd like more advice on producing a prospectus for your school, then get in touch. 
All the details of how you can do that are on screen now. And if you're feeling like you'd like to get some more control over your marketing and communications for your school, then why not join me on one of my regular school branding and identity masterclasses? Again, the details of how to contact us are on screen. Get in touch and we'll send over some information about when the next sessions are being run. If you have found today's episode useful, please do subscribe to our channel and let your colleagues know where they can find us. Join us again next week when we're going to be answering another question that's been raised by a head teacher who wants to know how she can compete with a new local school. Until then, stay remarkable and we'll see you again soon. Goodbye.